I don't know if Gerald is still in here, but wasn't that great what he did tonight? I've got to tell you, if you've never done that before with the kids, that is the definition of bravery. All these little hands held out, and you're hoping the candy doesn't run out. So that was a great job. From the 3rd to the 11th of November, just barely a month ago, Derek and Lori Hudson, Furman and Jean Carpenter, and Ruth and I made really a whirlwind trip to Cheng Khan, Thailand. We made that trip to work a project, an effort that we had been planning with Udorn Inthong for quite a few months prior to that. Now, for those of you here who may not know who Udorn Inthong is, you see him on the screen. Udorn is a native Thai evangelist, and Udorn has worked with Westside, and I, I, I have never gotten the exact number, but I'm pretty confident it's at least 25 years. We've had a tremendous relationship with Udorn. Udorn has performed and continues to perform an amazing work there in Thailand. He's very respected in the brotherhood there. He has impacted thousands and thousands of lives. And he has personally been responsible for the establishment of at least 15 congregations. The problem is that many of those congregations, as well as most of the congregations in Thailand, do not have elders. So the goal of our trip in going there was to help, hopefully, to encourage Thai congregations to develop and build biblical, spiritual leadership within their congregations. We wanted to encourage them, to assist them, to help them in setting in order the things that are lacking, as Paul wrote to Titus. We traveled to Chiang Khan, and Udorn had invited area congregations to come and join us for three days of study and fellowship. Now, as we planned this trip, we discussed how to make sure that our message would be positively received. We wanted the Thai brethren there to hear from us, we love you, we care for you, we're concerned about you, and we want to be of assistance and encouragement in any way that we can. We very much wanted to make sure that they didn't hear or think that they heard from us, we have all the answers and you need to do what we tell you. So that was very much on our minds. We wanted to, to, to make clear to them that their struggle with leadership is in no way unique to Thailand. In fact, we know that many congregations in the U.S. have very similar problems, and we emphasize to them that at Westside, that is something that we constantly work on to ensure that we are pleasing to God in that regard. We didn't want to just impart information on this trip. We wanted to work on relationships, of course. During the lessons, we emphasized the fact that while the Thai culture and the U.S. culture are very different, and boy, is that an understatement. They are so very different. But in spite of that, we share a common culture in Christ that makes us one, that makes us family. They understood and they agreed wholeheartedly. Our concerns about our message turned out not to be a problem at all. We had wonderful interactions as we studied together, 
as we worshiped together, had meals together, fellowshiped, and just hung out together. It was really a tremendous time. We were able to build on our existing relationships, which was really good. We spent a lot of time with Udorn and his family. Now you can see them in the center. You can see Udorn, his wife Sumali, and their grandson, Lee Ong. Who you're not seeing here is their daughter, Ying, Lee Ong's mother, because she's taking the picture. Unfortunately, I looked through all my photos and I didn't have one with her in it. We got to spend a lot of time with them and also with Thule and his wife, Nui, you see here in the center of this photo. So it was great. Ruth and I also had the privilege and the honor of being able to get reacquainted, if you will, with Om and Ong. Now they are a couple from Kongkane, Thailand, and they actually hosted Ruth and me back in 2015 on an earlier trip. And the thing that amazed us about them was their incredible skill at hospitality. They were the most amazing hosts we have ever experienced. They couldn't do enough to make us feel welcome. When our glass was half empty, they grabbed it and filled it. Everything they could do, they made us feel welcome. And the amazing part of that is that in 2015 and in November of 2022, neither of them spoke a word of English. It was very good to see them again. They came, they brought us cookies. It was great to, uh, to continue that relationship. We also were able to form many new relationships. And I want you to look at this. It may not be obvious what these two brothers are up to here at first, but for any parent in here for whom Furman has ever given your child one of these, and what does he always say, Furman? He gave this to me as I came in the door, and he said, read the Bible verse. Furman had the mints, he gave them out, and these two brothers are looking in their Bibles to find that verse. Some of the brothers also grabbed Furman and Derek and I, and we all got in a circle, and they came out with this little rattan ball. They showed us the basics of a sport that I have since learned is called CPAC to craw. Means nothing to me. But in English, what it translates to is foot volleyball. We stood in that circle and tried to kick that little ball, and you would have been amused to watch the three of us learning from these experts. It was a lot of fun, and just one example of some of the good times that we had together. From beginning to end, they welcomed us with open arms. They were happy we came. They made us feel right at home. We were able to encourage them, and they certainly encouraged us. In fact, when it was time to leave, there were a few tears in some eyes of people before they left to go home. My bottom line is this trip has, has helped to establish an incredible foundation for our efforts going forward as we continue our work in uh, Thailand. And my request of you would be that you keep the Thai brethren in your prayers and continue to pray for our efforts here at Westside as we move forward. Now, I forgot to show you one slide. I have to show you this. There was also a bit of an athletic contest here. 
Now, I don't know who that old gray-headed man is, and when you look at the picture on the right, in spite of that brother, that's Brother Kamal, in spite of his look of surprise, he got the better of me. He won the match. Derek? I want you to know that Bill represented you well. So I want to first um, just make a, a personal note about Bill and Ruth. Um, Bill did most of the planning for this trip and, uh, and did a, a remarkable job on that planning. And uh, there were several times that I thought it is a good thing that I didn't plan this trip because I don't know where we'd be sleeping. I don't know how we'd get from point A to point B, but uh, Bill is, uh, is a wonderful planner, and, and he and Ruth did a great job of, uh, of having been there before and helping Furman and Gene and Lori and myself get acquainted very quickly, uh, both culturally and, and, uh, and to some of the things we needed to be prepared for and, and did a marvelous job, so thank you, Bill, for, for that. Bill referenced this passage from Titus chapter 1, in verse 5, for this reason, Paul speaking through inspiration, I left you in Crete that you should set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I have commanded you. The things that are lacking in the appointment of elders were something that, as I spoke a couple of weeks ago, that the missions committee determined probably two or three years ago that should be a focus of our work in Thailand. As Bill talked about the number of congregations that Udorn has has planted primarily in the northern part of that country, there are so few countrywide that have elderships. And you can imagine the struggle not only culturally, but even here in the United States, whenever there hasn't been an eldership, to get that first eldership can be a challenge. Eric did such a capable job this morning talking about godly leadership and about elders and the charge and their responsibilities. And it's that urgency and the need and the command that we have to have elders in every place that, that was the purpose of our trip. And so we set out to do that and to work with those congregations. Bill mentioned the fact that uh, there were at, at many congregations that came. I think if we counted correctly, there were 11 different congregations represented in the 30 to 35 people that were there for those three days to study with us. And so it was great to see that. That represents a significant percentage of the congregations throughout, throughout the country. Some of the provinces that were, this map is, is rather small, but some of the provinces, this is, I don't think the uh, pointer is working. If you look just below Laos and that country label there, um, there's Lowy, and then there's Udon Thani, and then Konkan, which is just, just south of there that Bill referenced from his and Ruth's trip in 2015. That was the predominant area or provinces where most of these congregations were from. There were some from the Udon Ratchatani, which is that green province way over on the right, up just from the Cambodian label there on the map as well. So very good representation throughout the country as we traveled there. So we've, you can see on that lower map, just uh, uh, Bangkok is in the southern part of the country. We flew there and then went up to, uh, to Chiang Khan. So this was, as Bill referenced, sort of our itinerary Thursday and Friday, and it was both days of travel, by the way. If I'd have taken a Friday picture, it would have been the exact same people in the exact same clothes. In fact, when I showed this picture before, it was actually the end of the trip. I had mistakenly thought it was the first. This is in Austin heading out, um, and uh, long day of travel. We spent Thursday to, to, to Friday to get to Bangkok, 
and then um, uh, which which by the way is a 14-hour flight followed by a 10-hour flight that's that's brutal if you just think about that we spent the night in um, in Bangkok and then the next morning took a smaller flight a commuter flight from Bangkok to Chiang Khan which is about an hour long flight that's Furman and Jean um, exiting the aircraft you can notice the stairs I don't know if you younger folks have ever done that but it's quite the experience to, to walk out on the runway they're loading one flight at a time there at time there so it's uh, it's not an exactly busy airport. That's in Lowy, actually, and then we'll take a, a shuttle up to the city of Chiang Khan. And then Sunday through Wednesday was the bulk of our time there and, and our study with them. You can see Furman there. He preached on Sunday morning. That's Thule translating. And then what, some of the sessions there, and I'll go into more detail in a few minutes, and then that picture there uh, on the right of Fur with Furman and Jean and all of us lined up there. We are overlooking the Mekong River. So we're, we're literally looking out over the Mekong River and then Laos is right in front of us as we had dinner that night. That was on our last evening there in Chiang Khan. And then Thursday, Thursday morning we said our goodbyes there in Chiang Khan and then reversed that trip. We went back to Bangkok, spent the night in Bangkok and then started our travels home. And then, uh, you know, you really can't have an appreciation for that upper right picture there. Hopefully you can see that, but that's Furman. I think the only p word in English there is blizzard at that Dairy Queen in Bangkok, but um, Furman managed to understand that particular word, and I don't know if you can see the size of that blizzard that's up, down, upside down, but you cannot see that person's face. So, uh, by the way, this is about nine in the morning. So, this is, this is called starting the trip off right. So, uh, but Furman had a, a, a blizzard for breakfast, and then we prepared to, uh, to board in Bangkok, and then back through South Korea, and then on to the States. This is the accommodations there in, in Chiang Khan. This is actually a, a property that um, also houses the church building and, and Udorn and his family have, uh, this is a, a resort town and so these are sort of short-term rental places and so we were able to stay here and, and, and very comfortable accommodations um, here and, 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 and private rooms and there were other people that, that camped out in the facility. It's sort of a long, narrow strip of land and uh, there, Chiang Khan is, a, like I said, it's right there on the Mekong River so there's lots of tourism in the area. Some of our brothers and sisters uh, camped out there, and there was on the other side there of the, uh, the folks there to the, it's kind of up the, up the hill where it was another camping area. This was Sunday morning, and you recognize Furman holding, holding his Bible up and, and talking about this being the word that we go by. And then that picture on the right there uh, was just those that had congregated to, to worship together that particular morning. And some of the people had already started coming in, and the rest of them came in Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, we took a walk there, just, just right there in the community, and, and looked at some of the local things. This was a kind of a shopping area that we went to, uh, sort of a fast food restaurant, I guess you would say there, right there. You can see the Mekong River right behind that, and uh, so lots to eat. Much of the food there is small grocery stores and lots and lots of street food, and, uh, but, it, but it was all very, very good. We ate well the whole, the whole time. This is um, our ladies, Lori... Um, and Ruth and Jean with Nuning, and she was our translator, um, one of our translators, and again, you see the Mekong there in the back. And you, the, the country that you're seeing sort of there on the left side is Laos. And so one of the things that uh, you're beginning to get into Laos now, so it's still a communist country, as you know, but um, Thule, and, and we'll talk more about this perhaps later in, in the presentation, but Thule, it works for the Bangkok Student Leadership um, Institute. So they have, I think it's 11 students from Laos now that are coming there for that two-year program. 
And what that means is there are opportunities to go back to the villages that they came from and evangelize and establish congregations. So Thule's planning to make one trip a month next year to go right back into Laos. By the way, that's eight or 10 hours um, on a bus and then traveling way up into Laos once a month um, for a week-long trip to evangelize. And, but that's a great opportunity to go into those villages and establish congregations of the Lord's Church. This is Monday morning, so this is called the Sea of Clouds. We are above the clouds, and so what we had talked about this, and Thule said, look, we've got to go do this on Monday morning. We had to get up early, obviously, to be there for the sunrise, and we were. But all of those clouds come in every night, and then by 9 or 10, they're gone. And they call it the sea. It's a beautiful sight. It's the Sea of Clouds, and so you can watch the sunrise there uh, over those clouds. You have to get in the back of a pickup to drive up there, uh, which is an event and experience in and of itself. But uh, Bill and Ruth and myself and, and Thule did that that first morning. This was kind of coming back down, and you can see that, that is sticky rice. So in the banana leaves there, um, that, spells, that says sticky rice, by the way. That's probably the only tie that I know. But uh, that's sweet, sweet potatoes and taro that's in sticky rice. That particular morning, I had rice in three forms before 9 a.m., and so I didn't realize until after that fact, but I said, I, I've eaten th rice three times in three different forms, and it's nine in the morning, which is why I needed coffee. And so Joke is schooling me in how to make pour-over coffee. And the summary of that was you need to use a lot more grounds. So I was making it too weak, just like Logan tells me I do it at home. But uh, great, great food and, and great fellowship. His name is Joke. He's from, uh, from Bangkok and at the Wachaparone congregation speaks very good English when it helped us translate. And, um, and so, by the way, every, I don't know how much coffee was consumed that week, but it was a lot, and every one of it was made one cup at a time. And it was a very social thing, because you could sit there and, with, your, with your brothers and sisters and, and, uh, and pour over, and then while you're wait for, waiting for that to be done, and then, and then enjoy coffee together. This is Udorn and Sumali. And on, then on Monday, Bill started our sessions off and talked about the um, the description in the New Testament about shepherds and, and, as elders and did a wonderful job of that. And then in the afternoon, we talked about the qualifications of elders. Again, truly translating faithfully. In the afternoon, we had a um, uh, sort of a discussion time and we went out to the, the, the little open area there and, and just sat and had probably an hour and a half, two hour conversation about the qualifications of elders, the role of elders, and also the challenges of establishing elders in Thailand. As Bill talked about, one of our purposes was not just to, uh, just, just to teach, but also to build relationships and, and talk about how we can overcome that need and, and initiate those, those congregations to establish elders as, as an autonomous congregation. This is the, sort of the, the end of that particular uh, meeting time together on Monday afternoon. You can see Udorn there in the center. Our ladies at that same time had a, a session together, and so they had a, a time of, of class and Bible study together, and then they, had, they spent the afternoon making a, a craft, and they were very diligent in that, took a, a lot of time, and really had a great time of fellowship and conversation and, and relationship building. This is a little open area right here um, that, uh, that is on the property, and so in the rainy season, you can get out of the rain, but, but great, just a great time and a great facility and, and great fellowship. Then that we worshiped together that evening, and uh, lots of great singing. And, and I may have mentioned before, a couple of weeks ago, when you know the, the singing, you almost always are able to recognize um, the sort of the, the 
the melody, right? The, the lyric, you, you can't really get to it until somebody kind of tells you what song you're singing, and then you can okay, now I've got it. But uh, they were very gracious and able to do that with us. This is Bill on the right. I, I just happened to walk by, and Bill is giving a World Bible School uh, tutorial to joke, and so was, was showing him probably the Connect program. I can't see the screen that well, but uh, was showing him on his tablet and, and just talking about World Bible School. Udorn and Thule, uh, one of the mornings in, um, in speaking. And then just a, a couple of pictures, you can say, um, so sort of the, our meeting place there on the facility was there. That's where they worship there in that congregation. And Chai is leading singing at this particular point in time. Uh, and then the next night, Furman led singing and, uh, and so did a wonderful job with that. And we, we sang in English, obviously, and told them what the words were, and they could sing along in Thai and, and blended together very well. As I mentioned, we ate, um, we ate very, very well, and they were a very gracious host. And so, um, you know, three meals a day, and, and uh, it was a variety of things, and fish, and, and lots of noodles, and curry, and those kinds of things. Um, they were very, very careful to ensure that we didn't get injured by the food. Um, and and, and uh, there were several times when I reached for something that was like, no, not for the Americans. And uh, <laughs> so... Uh, the, you know, I, I, don't, I, can, I don't have the pointer, but you can see that dish. We, I don't know if you can see the pointer. I can see it now. That dish right there, that's just all peppers. And so that would be one that you would not want not to partake of. But they were, uh, again, very, very good. And, and um, I, I mentioned this uh, to somebody. I don't remember who I was talking to, but Nui, Thule's wife, made fried rice a couple of mornings. I was like, this is the best fried rice. And I was like, I told Lori, I was like, you know, we, we got to figure out how to make this fried rice. I said, what is the secret ingredient? She says, sugar. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. This is, this is it's like dessert. So this is in, in Tuesday afternoon, I believe it was, and, and both Ruth and Jean speaking to the ladies' class and, and teaching, our, teaching the ladies that were there. Uh, there were, as I mentioned, 30 to 35 people from 11 different congregations and almost all were couples. And so it was wonderful to see that men and women came together uh, to study this important topic about elderships and the establishment of elderships and, and, and God's pattern for scriptural leadership. And then that Tuesday afternoon, I think this is actually Wednesday afternoon, uh, sort of our, our last session, we, we gathered again in one of the lawn areas and, and talked for a couple of hours just about the, the topic. And, and again, great conversation, sharing of ideas and thoughts and they were learning from one another. There were two congregations that were represented there uh, with two elders, and I'll show you a picture of the two men that were elders there now. So they were able to give some of the perspective from, uh, from the Thai brothers as well. And then there's some of the men that were here that are, that are desiring the office of elders at the right time. We did a little bit of sightseeing there in Chang Khan. This was a Buddhist temple, and uh, I think Furman and I are kind of talking about whether or not we should go in and uh, whether or not we're permitted. And um, we eventually did go in. Furman's evangelizing there in the top left with the Buddhist monks. So, um, and, uh, and talking to them and, and very friendly and very engaging. You can see a little bit of, sort of what, what the streets are like. This is uh, an area called Walk Street here on the, on the right-hand side. As you can imagine, just a closed street to, uh, but to foot traffic only. Right there along the Mekong River and you can shop and and get uh, food to eat and those kinds of things. So a couple of evenings we went there. This was some of the street food that we had and, and uh, it was like a, a very light fried pastry with a lot of sugar put on top of it. So it was, uh, it was enjoyed and then they brought that again for breakfast the next morning. And uh, so 
we, uh, we had that, our fill of sugar, but that was uh, just one of the treats that we enjoyed. These are the three elders, so I'm going to just, Anon and Han. So Han is the, the person in the middle next to me, and then Anon. And Anon's been an elder for quite, some, quite a number of years, and so uh, wonderful to have their perspective. And then Han is a relatively new elder, but there was, there was some representation there, and just wonderful. All of the people are so warm and so loving and, uh, and so outgoing. And then you see Chai there leading singing. Um, this, this is actually a full picture. I, I, Bill mentioned they didn't have a picture. I actually had a picture of Udorn's entire family. So Ying is there in yellow. That's his daughter. And then Sun is his, uh, is his son. And uh, in the black shirt there with the rest of us and, and uh, right, right there sort of on that first day uh, before Ying had to go back and take, um, take Leong back to, back to school. So it was great to visit with his entire family there. The, the lower left is Chai and, Shai, and, Chai and Jai. Um, and so they have a son named Prita, and they came from uh, sort of a mountainous area, and, and they actually made all the coffee that we drank. So they grow coffee and, and, and brought fresh coffee beans, and, and so we, uh, we enjoyed that. Sweet couple, uh, absolute servants. They worked hard all week there at that facility to help keep, keep things going. You see Nuning there on the, the upper right with Lori and I, and then those are some of Udorn's friends that, um, that are not members of the church, but sort of uh, the people there that, in Chang Khan that he has relationships with, and I know he's working on those particular men and, uh, and, and working on evangelism. And they came by more than once during the week just to say hello and, and visit with us, and so we enjoyed that opportunity on that. This was, uh, I think, the last morning we were there. The last evening, um, we had not had beef all week, and so um, it, it wasn't that we asked for beef, but they said, hey, we're going to have beef. And so you know, they, they went out and bought that, and they had a little hibachi grill that um, they had uh, sort of gotten a fire going on, and, and they consulted me about how to cook meat because it was like, okay, what is medium? What is medium well to ensure that it was cooked? And so uh, we did that, and then and they, this was after dinner. This was probably 10 o'clock at night, and, uh, and enjoyed a, 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 another meal that particular night. Some of the meat was not cooked, and so I did not partake of that, and they made some some chili sauce for the American that, uh, that I could handle as well. Again, just wonderful hospitality, great fellowship, and we spent an hour or so uh, just cooking meat and, and visiting that, uh, that, that particular evening. And then this, was, this would have been Wednesday before we began to sort of come back this way. I showed this picture a couple of weeks ago when I preached, and just, you know, you, again, you see relationships. Um, you see brothers and sisters in Christ that regardless of language, our cultural differences, we are in Christ. And God's spiritual family is a, is a wonderful thing and, and uh, to enjoy those things. And it goes, you know, our culture is Christ. And, and we certainly felt that there um, with these brothers and sisters. One of the, the, as we sort of wrapped up, I wanted to show you just a picture on the left there, very typical, at least for that part of Thailand, the countryside. I mean, that's just a rice field, and it would be small rice plot, large rice plot. But uh, and then we went out to the mountain Thai, which is um, you know a little area there um, close to Chiang Khan, One of the afternoons, and you could just see large tarps with just rice drying on those tarps. And so everything's very manual in terms of labor in the sort of in the outskirts of town. But then you just again they're thriving and and. Um, and, and that's how the economy works there, but that would be a very typical scene for that part of, the, part of Thailand and the countryside. 
and then you saw that picture earlier. And then last, just, you know, the Mekong River there in both pictures, um, you know, those particular, that, that long boat, if you will, was typically manned by one person. I never saw more than one person in it, actually, and they're running uh, trot lines across the Mekong River, and that's, you know, there's subsistence, you know, fishing there, and, and also fishing, that they can fish that they can take to market and sell, and then another picture of the Mekong taken from where we were eating dinner that particular night at sunset. Um, again, beautiful sights, but more importantly, just wonderful, godly people uh, with, a, with a wonderful desire to be able to, uh, to grow and, and, and establish godly leadership in those congregations. Uh, they understand the need for it. They understand the challenges without it. They understand the risk without having it. Uh, but the, you know, their desire to learn and what we've assured them, as Bill described, is that, that we, we are committed to this long term and we'll come back and continue to support them in any way, shape, or form, but knowing that those are autonomous congregations and, and we're autonomous here. And, and, you know, I told them, I said, I'm not an elder here. I'm an elder among the people that I am an elder among. And, uh, but, but I hear, I'm, I'm here as, a, as somebody that, that can help and, and, and love and teach and encourage in any way that we can. We appreciate the opportunity to go um, and, and to represent you there. And, and um, uh, we, we are fellow laborers with, the, with Udorn and with those brothers and sisters in Christ there. And they send their greetings to you and their love to you and appreciation for many, many years. And, you know, as, as Bill described, more than one came up to us and, and, you know, they knew the word teacher and they could describe Udorn as he is my teacher. And, um, you know, many that were in their 40s and early 50s that, that he had taught as teenagers and, and such a long history there of evangelism and, and growing and they're, they're faithful and they're, they're now thinking about becoming elders in the Lord's church. Just a wonderful blessing. Furman? The last two speakers you have heard told the truth. We, uh, it was a marvelous time. We had a great, great visit. One thing that, uh, you know, I've never been to Thailand before, and I went not knowing one word of Thai. And I still don't know one word of Thai. <laughs> still don't. But it was a blessing, such a blessing, going with Derek and Lori and Bill and Ruth and Jean and, uh, you know, Bill and, and uh, Derek had lined up where we were going to speak and when we were going to speak and the times we were going to speak. But all in the middle, in between all of those times, we were speaking and working with people that we had no idea. We didn't understand their language. We would try to find somebody that would, but we would work through it, whether it was teaching about uh, World Bible School or whether it was teaching about having a Bible study or making coffee, we had a wonderful time. And we didn't have to wonder what anybody else was doing as far as our group was concerned. They were all evangelistic and working hard. What a blessing it was to go. I appreciate our elders so much and their, their focus. Appreciate Derek as one of our shepherds and Bill. Uh, what a logistics man. Thank you so much for, for all, you, all you've done. You know, Matthew 28, verse 18, uh, God's Word says, Jesus says, all authority has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. Our elders here believe that. They believe that. And um, it was a blessing for when Gene and I first came some 16 years ago, that's what they said. Then when we stepped down, then when they, we were blessed to have Eric and Vanessa uh, come and work with us. Any a good preacher? 
He's just really, really good. I sure love hearing him, but they love the truth. They love evangelism. And then Derek and your family, we're so glad to have you, but it's all about evangelism. And that's the way our shepherds have been all along about evangelism. That's why Jesus said, go ye therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. We believe that for here in this area and for uh, Texas and for the United States and Africa and Thailand, Vermont, just any place, our elders, they see a great opportunity. That's what we want to do is take the Word of God to other people because it is the Word that saves, and through that Word we can help people become a Christian. Maybe this evening you've never put Christ on in baptism. Maybe you've never been baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, and, and you believe, and, and maybe you're a great person, but you're willing to come out of whatever you've done and confess Christ as your Savior, be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. You can do that right now and start this process of seeking and saving the lost. Whatever we can do to help you, won't you come? As together we stand and as we sing.